Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the rubber chicken says, <laughs> I just had my seventh booster shot. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> well, better safe than sorry. You'll probably get your, oh, you are getting your eighth next week. Well, good for you. Two hippos have come down with COVID. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're fine. Have the sniffles. Seriously. <laughs> but we can't talk now. I've got to get on with Rantcast 62, entitled Tornadoes in December, Mother Nature Must Be Pissed. And uh, whew, we've got so much to talk about that I'm going to skip it because we're in Florida and i got to get out there because the sun is out and I'm just taunting you with that. Uh, that's why I'm wearing more relaxed clothing and uh, something I never really put on. I don't know if you can see it, my squirrel um, here, which is a squirrel constellation. On a horse, um, gift from Kathleen Madigan, my pal who uh, likes to taunt me with squirrels because uh, she knows that I find them disturbing and believe that um, they will, uh, well, they'll bring us to our knees because they can give us rabies. It, I've read a lot, like others. Um, that's my conspiracy theory, okay? Other people are worried about a lot of other stuff. You know, they don't want to get their shots and all of that, and, but they claim that uh, squirrels don't have rabies. Well, that's a lie. Anything that looks like that is around chomping on stuff and in the middle of winter and wandering around like that. But boy, they got something. Okay, hanging out with raccoons for starters. But that's, I'll save that for my new nature special. And uh, I'm going to, I'm just, it's been, tornadoes in December is just off. Okay. I mean, that's, that's bullshit on a stick. I mean, that's, when has that ever happened? Huh? 
when does it stop? When does the madness stop? I mean, you, you come around one corner and, and th- those the, some of the uh, some of the images coming out of there were like n- nothing I'd ever seen. Every time you kind of go through one of these things, you think, whew, uh, I've never seen anything like it. And then you go, good God, this was, uh, you know, f- flatter than a pancake and cars and sprouting out of it. It was just it's it's awful. It, it, the, the town is gone, apparently. And, uh, you know, and here we go again. Um, and uh, I imagine if they have to have a vote, um, uh, it'll be uh, they'll have to debate it. They will actually probably have to debate on whether the town should come back or not and whether it will help the people or not. It's, it's really extraordinary. Uh, but what's, what's amazing is, is that we have this complete lack of, of dealing with the fact that something, something somewhere is terribly wrong. If you have tornadoes in December, not in my lifetime, okay? Okay, it's between Hanukkah and Christmas, tornadoes? What planet am I on? That's absurd. I mean, that's just really out of control, okay? It's just, it's not supposed to be. And uh, and that is is way too, it, and along with everything else, you get a, it, it, last week there's a, you know, another school shooting, you go, really? And then it's, uh, well, well, you know, uh, and then they, they go through the, you know, thoughts and prayers of nonsense and that happy horseshit. Come on, please. What, and what are you, what's, what's the vote going to be now? Huh? You know, wait, we don't have enough arm them. We haven't armed enough kids. We, well, we armed the wrong kid. So all the kids should be armed. Is that where we're at? Is that what it is? Until what age? You know, you don't want to. You don't want to vaccinate somebody who's five. But boy, oh boy, get them a. You know, if they maybe they can start with spear guns at five. What about that, huh? Just so they'd be safe in kindergarten. I, I have really. I'm at the point, really, as you can tell, where I'm losing my mind. And the reason is it's Saturday. I got a squirrel on my chest. I'm wearing relaxed clothing. Usually, I try to get things so that I'm kind of things are tightened up and I'm trying to be very specific about what I'm talking about, but I can't anymore because it's really nice out and it's Florida, but um, it's nice out and we're in Florida and I'm going to just tell you a little something. They don't seem to think there's a pandemic here. Okay. From everything I've noticed, we have this new variant coming in and indoors, outdoors, any, any doors, but especially indoors, they are not wearing masks. They it's over. Uh, Governor Sanitary has decided it's uh, over. It was over from the beginning, and uh, they don't need to worry about any of this stuff. So uh, the group that I'm with, the gang that we that I travel with now, you know, that are, that we go around the country, we're, we're the only ones wearing masks, and then there are a couple of others. And, and people just look at us like, uh, like we're crazy. And then you start to, I find, because I'm nuts, that I feel like at certain times I have to explain to somebody why I'm wearing the mask. Well, you know, I, I've got some, uh, I didn't get a chance to, uh, there's a discolored tooth I don't want you to see. What the fuck is the matter with me? And what's coming up next week, huh? How are we going to fuck Christmas? Huh? What are we going to do there? Me, and, and then and in response, that's what it was. I went off the track there because I want to be out in the sun because that's the only reason to be in Florida. Okay, unless you got family here, and then I would invite them to your house. 
but make sure they're all masked, please. So uh, the um, after that school shooting, there's a representative, Thomas Massey. And I don't know what state he's from. I didn't want to find out because then that's another state I, I don't want to meet. Well, at least the county that he's where the where he the area he's representing, and uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go there, so I don't want to cut it. You know, I might have to perform there. I can't deal with it right now. But his he sent out a, a, right literally afterwards after this horror in Michigan. He sends out uh, a Christmas card. There's a, a massive amount of a family, a massive family, massive. It's, it's huge, and they've all got guns, and the, and it's all he wants. All they want from Santa for Christmas is ammo, okay? And then people de- people defend that, huh? It's not you want to send. Look, you want to you you want to send that out to your pals. Go ahead, okay? You know, you want to do that. Um, uh, okay, fine, but yeah, there's no reason to, to, to for that to have been seen or for you allowed to be seen at this point. What level of sensitivity? How is there no empathy? What? You need ammo. For what? Huh? To protect that the Christmas tree? Nobody's coming for your Christmas tree, fucker. Okay? Nobody. I can assure you of that. Oh, God, they're busting into the house. They're going to get the fur. They're going to get my Douglas fur. <laughs> You don't sit there with a bunch of fucking guns in front of a Christmas tree. Even I, a Jew, knows what Christmas is. The birth of Jesus, you idiot. Okay? What do you think? He was born with a, a, a holding on to a, like a, uh, you know, a, 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 there's 16 guns, names going through my head, and I can't remember one of them. One of those pistol fuck things, a Magnum 47, whatever, whatever. Whatever would be nice for Jesus while he was wearing his swaddling. They didn't come down with myrrh and bullets, okay? The wise men, well, let's be sure that the baby Jesus has enough ammo uh, to, to, to make it to Jerusalem. Come on, please. Maybe I, okay, maybe I don't know this story. Maybe he was in Jerusalem. I, I think he was outside. I think he was in a suburb, okay? That's what we Jews believe. Because Kathleen gave me this, I will respond. And I do like it. I don't know if you can see it. I'm very... Can they see it? Good. Now, that's a T-shirt that says something. That's actually um, when the wise men were crossing uh, and, and, and wandering and, and looking for the, that star to, to take them to Bethlehem. Not Jerusalem, schmuck. Schmuck. Um, this is what they saw, a squirrel on horseback, a squirrel on horseback constellation known as uh, squirrel equestrian is what it's known as. There's a Latin term for it, but I didn't take that in school, which is really always, always depressed me. Well, it certainly did when I had 10 weeks by myself. I thought about that a lot. Why didn't you take Latin, you son of a bitch? You'd be more erudite now, and you'd remember the name of guns that were in, in Jesus's crib. So um, we'll get on with it. The, uh, as I was saying, uh, because Kathleen gave me this, I, in return, will say that the Missouri State Health Department did it. This is true. This is true. This is just last week the announcement came out. They did an analysis of mask wearing, and they concluded that it cut, it cut inf- infection and death rates. Okay? 
That's the, their analysis. In a state that has had real problems with, uh, with COVID and not enough vaccinations. So they're just masking would help cut it. And they, it never came out, that information. Never came out. Uh, they believe the governor's office held that information uh, from the people because, uh, because in a lot of ways, we're, we really are being, doing everything we can uh, to emulate uh, the country that we admire most, which is Russia, a country that will hold, withhold any kind of information from its people when necessary. And uh, that's unbelievable. I, it's really astonishing. And, uh, and I think that, uh, I, I, I'm sure that Kathleen has yelled about it uh, more than once, possibly on her, uh, her podcast, which if you have not tuned into that is certainly well worth your time. It's, it's terrific. Uh, she, everything that I don't cover, she covers. <laughs> Uh, and, and that's, uh, that's been it. We're in Florida. It's, uh, it's, uh, been kind of delightful. I have to say we've started the tour again and that's been great. Uh, I really have to thank the folks who, who've been coming out. The, the audiences have been great. Uh, I sense because there's a level of desperation, not so much me, I think. Uh, I think if we had, had um, fight organized like pig races, I think the audience would be just as happy to be together watching Pigs Race, but uh, they they really have been exceptional. Uh, the Borgata, um, then on to Stanford, uh, that uh, was was a terrific night. And then uh, last night here, in, we were in um, Fort Myers, and we were at the uh, Parker Playhouse. Nope, Fort Lauderdale. We were at the Parker Playhouse. And, uh, and also Fort Myers. And, uh, and all of those shows have been great. And it's Saturday night. Uh, and, and since it's Saturday night, I, I'm, I'm not working tonight, which is a, 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 due to a, a COVID kind of fucked my schedule. So we lost the, the date we would have. And so I have Saturday night off. One would think I'd have the whole day off, but I said, no. No, I want to go on. I want to get out there and get my broadcast done. I want to work on a Saturday when I have a free evening. And that's because I, I care so much about you. Uh, and I do, uh, I do, but I'm also obviously stupid. It's, it's a free space and I didn't take it. Uh, but it's been, it's really been great to, to get out there. I, I am uh, uh, cobbling my act together. Uh, I feel that it's, it is getting better. And um, for those of you who, uh, have, have missed it. Um, we've I've done. I did some stuff this week for uh, to support um, all of the comedians on Spotify uh, who are being uh, paid for their performance and have been for years, and which has been really great because Spotify really did give us a home uh, and really uh, made it possible for uh, a lot of comics who uh, were were wandering through clubs, which I certainly had done and. Uh, gave them a, a, a place for their work to be heard and for them to cultivate a larger audience, which is tremendous. Um, but what they didn't pay, and they, and they helped pay for that and supplement the income of all comics. Uh, and, um, but, but what they, they didn't pay for is the writing. Uh, they just paid for the performance, and it's really that's what we're, what we're fighting for now 
uh, well, I am at least, and um, uh, hopefully we'll be able to achieve that. And I've, I certainly have done what I can. And uh, um, and of course, you open a Pandora's box, and then all of a sudden, you have to do a, a bunch of interviews. And I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have done it. And um, but I, now they want me to, you know, they. It's funny. I've just never been. I've been through this on a certain level, but it's like, so. Uh, there are other interviews coming through, and it's like I've said things, and, and and I've kind of said it the way I've wanted to say it, and now they want me to to re-say it. And then by re-saying it, I'm not saying it as well as the, finally the time that I said it well. I hope this makes sense. Uh, possibly, uh, by being in Florida, I've been uh, bitten by a malarial uh, mosquito, and uh, what you're hearing is just me uh, really losing my grip. Uh, and I, But I'm not sweating. So I don't think it's malaria. I just think there's an overheated brain that is uh, that is 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 really uh, really can't understand. You know, once you kind of do this, you, you know, it's like the next group has to have a different quote. And um, I've run out of quotes. I'm uh, and but uh, it's it, I'm, I'm glad uh, that I'm I'm really helping push for it and uh, and that I could be a part of it and say say what I could about it. Um, it gave a certain amount of meaning to basically the life that has had none. I would say none. I got to see my mother, and uh, she actually uh, was here. She was on the launch pad. She hadn't launched during the day, even though she was uh, uh, had a moment or two where you had a sense she might want to get out there. But uh, it was a it was it was very nice, and I'll see her on the way back. Um, we have shows coming up in uh, Melbourne on. Uh, Sunday. Next week we'll be in, uh, well, hold on, I'm going to try to remember this. Uh, uh, we're in Stewart on thir- Thursday. Friday, uh, we're in a secret place. Uh, I'm not going to announce it. Much like the Rolling Stones, you'll have to go online. What is it again? Oh, it's in St. Pete. That's right. That's because I've not been to St. Pete. I performed in Tampa a number of times and we moved it to another venue in St. Pete that's quite beautiful. Uh, and um, so I'll be there at the, at the theater, and uh, you can see it on my website. Uh, and, um, or, you know, or go to Twitter, or, you know, Duck Soup, or wherever, wherever you find your information. Um, and then uh, we'll be at the, in Jacksonville uh, for the final performance at the Florida Theater which I do remember the name of that. And I remember the name of that because, uh, and I will continue to say this, uh, we, it is, we never have uh, achieved a, what I consider to be a critical mass audience there. Uh, we've gone there, I've tried, I have done press, uh, and I, we've done everything to try to bring out an audience in Jacksonville. We've done well throughout the state of Florida. It took a while in certain places to develop an audience, but everywhere we did. But in Jacksonville, there always seems to be something that's more fun. And I really would like to know what the fuck it is so that I could cancel my show and go to what's more fun in Jacksonville that night. Uh, we're, we're almost, I think, at 600, uh, which is, uh, uh, and that would be a, a record, I think. I think. I, I I don't know if we've even been close to 700. Uh, so 
if you're thinking, I need to go to a show, uh, and uh, but I'm, I'm afraid because I'm not going to have enough social distance. Oh, well, come to Jacksonville because you'll have all the social distance you need. All right. If you sit in the back corner of the balcony, you will be near no one. Uh, you will never see the virus there. You may not even see an usher. Uh, you, they may not even let you up there. They'll try to force you to go downstairs. You should say, fuck you. I, I want to be here. This is where I hear Lewis the best. And I don't blame you for asking for that seat. So um, do try to join us. Uh, then things, uh, but we're, I'm, I may out of Jacksonville. Hold on to your hats. Do a, uh, a, a live um, rant. Uh, Lewis, uh, the rant is due. I'm not sure. It all depends on, on how I'm feeling, but I th- 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 we may give it a shot. Uh, and then we return on... January 21st is my guess, uh, 22nd, 20, January 20th. I'll be there on the 21st. For those of you there on the 20th, uh, you may have to have your money back because I'm not coming until the 21st. That's a special day for me. And I have a numerologist I'm working with. Said, don't work on the 20th anymore. I will be there uh, on the 20th and the 21st in Denver. I was right. And that's my tour manager. So, okay, let's, well, no, 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 no. He will be there on the 19th uh, setting up, uh, he's going to be setting up uh, places where people can smoke cigarettes uh, as a part of his new job because uh, he'll be finding a new one. I knew the dates. My tour, if you wonder, gee, what happened to Lewis? <laughs> you can pretty much figure it out. It's because my tour manager didn't know what day I was supposed to be somewhere. And I would show up and nobody was there uh, because my tour manager said, no, he's not coming tonight. He was, <laughs> but we'll be there the 21st and the 22nd, the Paramount Theater in Denver, which is just a great space, a great theater. And, uh, and I do love to play there. And then Denver is really one of the great places to play. And then I'll be wandering around the Midwest. Uh, and hopefully there won't be any tornadoes in January. Because uh, that's not going to sit well with me. I'm going to tell you that. It is not going to sit well. Um, you know, I'm probably going through a blizzard, uh, you know, and I hope that's not the case. Uh, and uh, wandering around in the Midwest, then out West and back to the Midwest. Uh, it'll be a fun time. January and February are always fun to uh, really develop all sorts of. Uh, and Keep that mask on if you don't want strep throat. Just a tip. Just a tip from Dr. Lou, who's, uh, who's, I consider myself a doctor now. Everybody else is handing out advice. Uh, before I go, a um, few more things, because I seem to be so happy to be, you know, having this time. I've already lost the day, so you're stuck with me, okay? See, by, so um, I, I've got a couple more things. The, the, really the most important, one of the most, well, by far the most important is to, uh, that it, uh, to sadly uh, remember the uh, uh, the passing of, of Robert Dole, who um, who I had uh, the pleasure of meeting and interviewing, and I just uh, it, it, you know it, the times are really different. I mean, because as much as I didn't agree with Robert Dole and what he had to say, I really respected the man and um, uh, and and thought he was terrific and uh, in in many ways and. Uh, there was a, 
and he was there. Here's a word you don't hear anymore. He was distinguished, and uh, and had a you know a real sense of like you know you know his uh, uh, he he could basically be involved in a in a dispute with somebody, and then when the the vote was taken, once that was done, he, it was done. He he understood that uh, what governing was about, and uh, about and 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 a lot of that had to do with uh, coming out of the Midwest and with the kind of um, attitude his, his family had instilled in him. And we've we've lost that in many ways, and it's sad when you lose someone like him. Uh, I interviewed him in what was. Truly interesting was is that he had done, he'd run for the presidency, and everybody was like, after he'd run, well, he was running, you know, he was, he had that Robert Dole talk. He would talk like a senator, you you know, like it was like student government talk. It's like I'm going to talk this way because I'm uh, uh, running for office, and I must speak in this fashion, and I am Robert Dole, and I will be in. That was the way he spoke, and it, it, people just didn't respond to that. Um, but then he did a Viagra ad, and all of a sudden he was talking like Robert Dole, the person, and people went, where the fuck was that Robert Dole? And I have to say, I, when I interviewed him, that was the case. It was, he was really, uh, he talked for a lot of it as, uh, as himself, and a lot of it as Robert Dole, but the greatest moment was he was talking about uh, when he got to a, a debate that he had with Ted Kennedy, and he spoke about Ted Kennedy as Robert Dole, the person, speaking of Ted Kennedy and his admiration for him. And, and then he uh, talked about this debate that they had. It was about, I was talking about uh, taxes with him, and they were, Ted, Ted Kennedy and him were having a fight over it. And uh, he, a debate, and Ted, he did Ted Kennedy. Did Ted Kennedy... Uh, he did a really credible Ted Kennedy imitation, and uh, and then uh, and then when he was finished, he talked like Robert Dole the senator, and for this whole time, really, he'd been talking like Robert Dole the person, and I was like, wow, he doesn't hear it. He, you know, it's literally he was back on the floor of the Senate talking like Robert Dole the senator, and. Uh, uh, it, it, it was it was really a pleasure spending time with him. And it was, you know, and he didn't have to give me that time. I was working on The Daily Show, and he knew what that could be. Uh, but he did, and he was very, uh, the other word I was looking for was gracious. Okay? Where do you see that now, huh? Nowhere. Not when it comes to Congress. It's too bad. It's, it's sad we lost a great one. Yep. Well, hopefully it'll roll around again. I have a few things to read to you, I think, that are important before I go from my friends at The Week who always provide some of the great, great stuff that I get to read every every week, and that is uh, The Crimson Tide. Uh, this is, uh, the, there's news that for the first time in state history, including both world wars and the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic, there were more deaths than births last year in COVID-ravaged vaccine-hesitant Alabama. Now, wouldn't that be a tip-off? 
that you have to fucking do something? Huh? When you have more deaths than births? Huh? And, and you're the, uh, you're the ones who uh, probably, and you're probably a state that doesn't, uh, is coming up with your own new abortion law. Whew. Well, you certainly found one here, didn't you? Huh? More deaths than births. You're a winner. You just do it later, I guess. Yeah, I know. I'll probably hear about that. That'll be sad. Okay, just don't, please. Okay, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. And I, if I'd committed to it more, it would have been a better joke. Because even in the middle of it, I went, oh, boy, they're going to be pitching. And finally, <laughs> going along with this hand in hand, this is... <laughs> There's a Washington Post report that some former Taliban fighters miss jihad. <laughs> of all the things to miss. I mean, I can see missing. You know, boy, I used to be in a fraternity. I used to, I used to go to a, the debutante balls. I, I can, there's all sorts of things you might want to miss. Jihad. And are bored by their new roles as Afghanistan's administrators. A Taliban commander said that many of my fighters are worried that they missed their chance at martyrdom. <laughs> oh, boy. You know how fried you fucking have to be? To, boy, you missed your chance at martyrdom. My God. Woo. Even... Even the, the most crazed Catholics who were martyred didn't think, son of a bitch, I want to be a martyr. You have taken it to another level. You're fucking nuts, okay? Missed your chance at martyrdom. You, you know, you, I'm sure we could work something out. I bet we can, all right? I bet we could work out a kind of a martyrdom thing, you know, like a martyrdom sale, you know? Uh, eight jihadists uh, will get rid of you for twelve ninety five. I think that'll work out. So we're going to roll out of here. Um, I've got things to do. The light is beginning to turn now. It's, I'm looking at a golf course. Okay, could have been out there, but no, no, no. I have work to do. Now I'm going to have to do a couple of ads that support us. And uh, hope you pay attention to those because I know you're going to want to leap on it. They actually are pretty good. I, I like what uh, I talk about in terms of that. But I just found out I'm doing one for Mint Mobile, and I just found out that that's owned by, uh, what's his name again? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds owns it. So I'm doing these things. I'm going to be talking to him. I don't know him, but, I'm, I'm, but I, was in, uh, I was in Accepted with Blake Lively, who he's married to. So I may have to. She, she and I haven't talked in since that movie was made, but I think I'm dropping her a line to tell fucking Mr. Reynolds, you know, pony up a little cash for the people who make this possible. He's got a good gin, too. I don't give a fuck about his gin, okay? I don't advertise his fucking gin. I'm advertising his phone. And his phone, he, he could fucking pony up, or he could give me some fucking gin so that next time when the, when we, we go, hey, Lewis, we have a free Saturday night, and we could play golf um, or, uh, you know, or do a, a, a rant cast. I'll, 
I'll take that bottle of gin and go, glug, glug, let's play golf. So that's it for me. I, re- I really do as always appreciate you really uh, tuning in and uh, whatever it is you do when you find me, however, whatever you call that, wherever we are now when you find somebody on the Internet. And uh, it's a pleasure to spend time with you here. It really is. Uh, and as you can tell, I'm feeling better. And that's the worst thing that could happen to you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're coming to you live from the McCarter Theater on the campus of uh, Princeton University in Princeton. An absolutely uh, beautiful campus, a beautiful town. A place that uh, I have uh, certain feelings about. I was, uh, I applied to school here. As a young man, I was told uh, by a guidance counselor uh, who didn't understand what the word guidance meant. that I'd have no trouble getting in. (laughs) That my academic record was so fucking strong that there's no way that the folks at Princeton could turn me down. And they took my my tiny sparrow heart and just crushed it. Yes, they did. Uh, Along with the other five places I didn't get into. This is a stage that I performed on uh, as an actor, so I do have a soft spot. I, we did a, I did a production here of Indians way, way back. And we'd still be running on Broadway if those were the only people who didn't. So only six people came. No, it was a, it was a, really, it was a, it was a really great show. It was, had an interesting story to it that was... Uh, I'd never seen this. I'd been in a 
I performed a, a bit as an actor on stage. I, I, certainly, my background is theater. And we were getting ready to go on stage, and the director, who great, great, I won't mention his name, but a good, really a good director and a sweetheart, but uh, just, we're, now we're all standing backstage. We're getting ready to go on. It's the, you know, it's the opening night. And he's walking up to every actor going, uh, okay. And he's giving him final instructions. Well, it's like two minutes to the fucking show starting. And he's, he's saying, well, you know, uh, you've been really good. Just don't fuck it up. <laughs> and then the last time we were here, we had to delay the show uh, because there was a bat in the building. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, I, uh, I said, uh, uh, I'm not, fuck it, let's leave. Uh, because I, I'm, 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 I, I'm still not sure, I'm, I'm not big on bats. I've performed in another space where a bat was in the space. And, uh, and I believe that at any moment uh, it could turn into Dracula. And if not, it could just come down and suck the blood or it could give you rabies. And, uh, and if given the choice, of all the people in the dark or the one that's sitting in the light. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Eventually they got rid of the bat or they told me they got rid of the bat. They fucking, they're liars. <laughs> this is a theater. You think it's fucking, no, get out there. Get out there, you little fuck. <laughs> now the bat's gone. <laughs> but it, so the first thing I got from Ray was no flying bats at the McCarter this year, huh? <laughs> And then that Paul Ryder, a reader, says, happy to see that your bat has moved to one of our better classrooms this week. <laughs> Students try to capture it with a coat. How did they get into school here? <laughs> Lack of a bigger laugh scares me. <laughs> Seriously. How fucking dumb are you people? God damn it, it's a fucking bat. You're gonna catch it with a coat? Are you insane? Fucking unbelievable. You call animal control services or whatever the fuck is around. You don't go after it with a coat. You're fucking, that's nuts. You better have a fucking heavy fuck coat. Son of a bitch. You have military grade shit coat. This is from David London. Why is it that the restaurants directly across from this fucking theater do not staff up on a Lewis Black show? M motherfuckers made me see the show sober. Really? Would they run out? What would they, what, I can't even ask, David. Your intake must have been spectacular. Uh, this is uh, this is Mark Riesinger. I'm a United Methodist Baptist ba pastor. In my church, I can't marry two gay people who love each other, but I can baptize as many unrepentant assholes as I want. Go fucking figure. You know, they'll be defrocking him any day now. <laughs> Susan Wycheck, is that right? I guess close enough. Um, this is a interesting. I've never uh, parking in this town sucks balls. <laughs> Maybe before I leave, I'll just go park. 
Mr. Black didn't leave town that night. He sat in a parking space having his balls sucked. Dimitri Pagonis says, uh, since you're playing Princeton, I think this is appropriate. And I know regional traffic is a popular topic, so I can avoid complaining about politics. Thank you. Uh, you and many here in attendance have no doubt had to travel along US-1 to get to today's venue. You may have noticed that at rush hour, driving on the shoulder is permitted. This is the ultimate act of throwing in the towel <laughs> on caring about actually improving the people's lives who commute on this awful highway. Infrastructure improvements, add lanes, <laughs> remove traffic lights, add light rail or other public transmit, <laughs> transit options, in parentheses, <laughs> No, fuck all that. Drive on the shoulder. <laughs> Screw anyone that happens to break down and needs to pull over. You're on your own. We embrace total chaos. Welcome to New Jersey. And then Sue Chim, Shurambas, uh, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, how to, Okay. <laughs> it's the CHR throws me. They, you left out a vowel there. Shurambas, Shurambas. That's, you're getting it, that's it. Potholes, they suck. And why do they call them potholes? I don't feel high when I are over them, and I can't cook a chicken in them. <laughs> Eileen Brody, last night's fucking debates. What happened to Bloomberg? Um, here's quite simply what happened to Bloomberg. That's Bloomberg. <laughs> what did you expect? Did you really expect to see something spectacular? That's Bloomberg. The only difference between you know, him and Biden, Biden has no, all of the color in Biden, he has no color anymore. It's literally as if they've gone to Joe Biden and said, we're going to suck all the blood out of your head. I, this, is what I, this is what I wish they would do. I, I don't know why they haven't done this. Just, I wish they'd all appeared last night uh, or at some point during one of these fucking debates where they all had their face uh, done orange. <laughs> it'd just be, it'd be so smart. It just would be smart, not say anything about it, just all orange faces <laughs> with a little bit of white up here. No, the reason that People would ask, ask me about Bloomberg recently in the last couple of days that I was talking to folks. Um, like, uh, and, uh, but, you know, what about him and what do I think? And uh, I think that the only, the major attraction of Bloomberg in a lot of ways in New York was he didn't bother us. He, he didn't, he just sh shut the fuck up. He never spoke to us. It was like all of a sudden he appeared and go, and that was it, and then be gone. He never fucking said anything. It was, oh, don't eat, don't drink a big Coke. You're gonna, I'll see you around. No, smoky, smoky. Bad, 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 bad. That was it. What happened to Bloomberg? 
He didn't do the stuff you're supposed to do. It's called homework, fucker! God. Just time, I don't know. I still believe, I, I, I still kind of feel that the, the best candidate would be, um, I go back to a joke, a really old joke, uh, during, because uh, it's all I, all, all I've ever done is kind of come up with, you know, a new way to, the, the, you know, a new way to come up with the same old fucking joke, because it's always the same. It doesn't change. It's always the same group of douchebags with a different face and a different, <laughs> okay? And some of them make people more happy than others. None of them make me very happy. But I think you, you find a monkey, chimpanzee, a really tall one, that when he stands up they're tall, and you shave the fucker. <laughs> and then you put on a, 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 a Union a Civil War uniform. Yes. It, it, it sounds like some of you are already bailing on this. None of you are really giving this any thought. You're going, oh, this is disturbing. No, it's not. It's any more disturbing than what the fuck I saw last night? I don't fucking think so. I think if you saw that, and then you got to Amy Klobuchar, and next to Amy Klobuchar was a chimpanzee standing there in a Civil War uniform. I don't think you would have found that disturbing last night. And, this, and, 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 and it would never say anything, because it's a fucking chimp. And they'd say... What's the deal with the chimp? And you go, it's the oldest war veteran. <laughs> and he's decided to run for president to save the country. Because it's time to unite the country again. And elect a chimp in a Civil War uniform. I think I'm fucking smart. And I think you're crybabies. a nice way to treat an audience you've just spent time with. Hey, you fucking crybabies. This is uh, Arthur S. Fuck the education system. Honestly, I spent 12 years in our schools and I survived due to only one promise. College was going to be a place where professors didn't give a shit and we'd have just two exams for the year. I don't know where you got this information. Yet as soon as I got here, I was back to elementary school again with redundant assignments up the ass and stupid fucking group projects where we have to introduce ourselves and play shitty icebreaker games. I'm a goddamn adult. I have the right to raise children, for fuck's sake. Yet here I am at the start of every semester telling a group of strangers what my favorite fucking color is. Is this really fucking necessary? You'd think with how shitty we are doing in global science and math, maybe equations would be the top priority. But I guess the fuck not. We still have to practice introducing ourselves. Well, I'm, that makes me, when I read that, it makes me glad I went to school when I did. This is, I love this. This is Joseph S. He's here tonight. Uh, The other day, my wife, my seven-year-old son, and I went out for breakfast at a local pancake house. It was President's Day, and they had paper paper placemats with all the presidents on it, with Donald Trump as the biggest one, right in the middle, because he's the current president. They do this every President's Day, and through the years, different presidents are in the middle while they're serving their term. But this was the first time my son was old enough to notice it and realize who certain presidents were. He turned to me and asked, why is President Trump in the middle and bigger than the rest of them? And I responded by telling him to shut up and eat your waffles. 
So now on top of ruining my night, every time I watch the news, this jackass also ruins breakfast with my family. Leanne ponies and dogs on planes because people are afraid to fly. What the hell? They, they, they had that picture yesterday, the other day, of a pony on a plane. I thought they'd cut that out, but I guess I don't know how that pony ended up getting on the plane. I, because people are afraid to fly. I, I don't think a pony's really happy about flying, do you? I mean, it's a miniature pony. It's already kind of disturbed. They're already... It's in a world of larger fucking ponies that's going, I, really, I got fucked over here? Now this asshole is dragging me on a plane? Are you shitting me? It was probably spirit air, so it was totally fucked. <laughs> God damn it. And there's uh, Trump, this is from Shiwangi Mishra, Shiwangi Mishra. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I murdered your name there. Trump is going to meet Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi on February 24th. Let me write that down. Upcoming meeting of two most popular personalities in the world is per internet sensation Donald Trump. That's what Trump said? That he's meeting with the, him and Narendra Modi are the two most interesting popular personalities in the world. I didn't know that the Prime Minister of India was, I guess there must have been a contest I missed. Fucking A. I didn't know he was that hip. I'm going to have to ask some questions. I know a few of my pals, and I'm going to check in with them because they have never mentioned Narenda at all. And they're people who would know him. Charles Ryan, with all the taxes we pay in Princeton, why the hell did cops set speed traps all over town with massive fines? I don't know, Charles. <laughs> Something you're going to have to work out with them. This is John Leachko. This is an interesting question for many. Would you rather be sexually attracted to pineapples or have an orgasm every time someone said the word cookie? I know that my friend Jeff Stilson, who opens for me, uh, if that were the case, uh, he, would, he wouldn't be able to perform. We, we constantly are tormenting him with cookies because he's trying to be, you know, he's trying to lose weight and we just show him new and better cookies. And then, and it really is like he's going, uh, it's like he's kind of having an orgasm, but he, he can't handle it. But I certainly don't want to be sexually attracted to pineapples. That would really be, why? I'd rather, I, I'm serious, I'd rather have an orgasm every, one, some, every time someone said the word cookie. I would say the word cookie. I'd never leave the house. I'd have watched the debate last night going, cookie, 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 cookie. <laughs> I just want to say it was uh, really a, a pleasure spending time with you before I go. I'm going to wrap it up in uh, just one, one of these are, that are left. And uh, we're going to be tomorrow in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. So you folks there can uh, write in whatever you want, rant about whatever you want. And then we go on to Kingston, New York, and you scream about what you want to scream about. Um, it's always nice to be back in your neighborhood. It, I enjoy spending time with you. It's always been a pleasure being on the stage. So uh, we'll end with this. This is from Leo Doherty. People who shop at Whole Foods, they will walk right into you as if you don't fucking exist because they are so self-absorbed and wrapped up in their decision-making process. 
about which fair trade cacao bean pairs best with their almond milk yogurt substitute. <laughs> Thank you very much, Princeton. Thanks to the McCarters. Take care of each other. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.